Yo, yo, it's the first episode of Bald on Wide Podcast, hosted by your boy Jalen and my co-host Steezy. Steezy, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing good. I'm ready to get this podcast going. It's Man. something. It's something that I think it, it, it's been long due. I think we should have did this a while back ago because you know NBA NBA is our thing, and I, I it's the NBA is just it's got to be like one of the funnest things to talk about. You can honestly go from anything. You can start from. Kendrick Perkins thinking Chris Milton's the number one option to his stint with the Pelicans. So it's like, yeah, I've, I've been waiting to do an uh, NBA podcast. So when you ask me if I want to do one, it was an easy answer. So I'm, I'm very hyped to get this, uh, this joint going. Man, did you do anything fun over uh, 4th of July weekend? Not really that fun. Uh, <laughs> I, I, did, I, did, I just like sat home yesterday. I watched the Giants game. And then we went out. Saw some, we saw some fireworks. They were kind of going crazy this year on my... On my street, they're usually not like that. You know, we got the neighbors that don't really like it, so you can never, you can never, you can never really be too careful. They're gonna call the feds on you, They're saying, "Oh, they got the illegals." But hey, uh, people were going crazy though with the fireworks this year uh, at my at my street. At least I'm actually gonna do something tonight too, because they got a bunch of extras. But did that, and then uh, when they were, then we, I just went to go play a revamp all night. The new V13 drop, so it was a very chill Fourth of July. But by any means, you know, we still celebrate. Man, bro. <laughs> Man, I, bro, I was out all night last night, for real, for real. Like, <laughs> my, my, my uncle, my dad, my cousin, all by fireworks. Too much fireworks. And we was out to, like, 2 in the morning popping them. Uh, two, 2 in the much. morning? Yeah, yes. my... My friend, he wasn't here yesterday because he actually went to a whole, like... He went to, like, his... One of his, uh... I think his cousin's house or something. But... He came. He came to me in the morning. He's like, "Hey, I got a lot left over." And I came to his house, and yeah, he got he got too he got too much left over. So tonight we're gonna be doing all of those. But uh, <laughs> I, I mean, hey, why not? We, can, we can't we can't let them go to waste. Just got hope, uh, you bro. know. We trigger the people that like that just don't like it like that. Yeah, man. And let me tell you this: the last firework, cause my cousin got off the last firework. The firework messed up and and, and and it hit some people. Like it, I don't know what happened, but I mean, he he was kind of uh, tipsy, so it makes yeah, every every time Fourth of July come through, I think about the Terry video. Put in reverse Terry <laughs> with the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, that's always the video I think about when when Fourth of July come through. Each one. Uh, but you say put in reverse Terry. Yeah, you gotta be careful with them fireworks. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing. To, ain't nothing lightly. You gotta be careful with those things. Man, yeah, I was out to to to. to I ain't, shoot. I ain't get home till like three o'clock. We we got done pop fireworks at one fifty one a.m. I ain't get home till three o'clock, three a.m. Uh, shoot, I ain't go sleep till like five a.m. I was I'm so tired. Today. My body hurt. So it's weird because like I don't even care about celebrating Fourth of July. Like 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 it really just give me some stuff to do. Like that's the only. That, 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 only that is like, true. Like I don't celebrate. I never celebrate like crazy. But I mean, hey, when you got fireworks involved, might as well. You might as well do them. Hey. Yeah. Like, why not have fun? Like, but I don't. I we. Me and my friend never go crazy for it. Uh, but we always gotta light some fireworks. Cause why not? Yeah. But shoot, let's get into the first topic, and it is the conference finals preview for both the Western and Eastern conference finals. Now. Uh, Steezy, tell me what you think. Tell me what you thought about the uh, Eastern Conference Finals between the Bucks and the Hawks. Uh, well, the, I mean, 
the Bucks winning it in six. It was it was expected for me. I have the Bucks. I had the Bucks going to the finals. What, that was that was my team. I had the Bucks and Clippers going to the finals. Fortunately, the other side didn't do it, but the Bucks did. But I'm gonna say first, hey, you know, a lot of praise to the Hawks. Like, I think they play off. I, th- I think I'm accidentally hating on the Hawks. Like, they <laughs> they, they, they proved they proved me wrong so many times. I'm like, hey, Nate McMillan's not that good of a coach. But he he went in there. He did his thing. He he got that. He lost a job with the Pacers. Uh, came to Atlanta once uh, Pierce got fired, and then boom, he just he came right in. And he went right back to work, and he he had the, he had the he really showed that the Hawks can be a very solid team. Um, I yeah, the, the yeah, Hawks. Uh, shout to him. I, he 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 just got signed to a four. Uh, he just got signed to a four year deal. Naomi Miller did. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, didn't the Pacers and Hawks flip coaches? Because didn't Wade Pierce just get go to the Pacers for their coach? Um, no, he's the assistant coach for, under Rick Carlisle. Oh, okay. Who used uh, to be the head coach? So, and um. But yeah, I think Trey Young very. He also really, what's it called, proved me wrong. I was never too high on Trey Young, maybe because of the, uh, you know, the little his little thing about drawing fouls. Which at the end of the day, I'm not gonna go complain and say, hey, like you know, Steve Nash was like, hey, this is not basketball. I'm not gonna go complain to Trey Young about something like that because it's it at the at this point in the NBA, that's just a skill. Yeah. To be able to draw fouls like that, but it just be annoying. It really just be annoying. But he came in. And I mean, the first game with the Knicks, I or seriously, the Knicks, I was not really impressed because the Knicks did not know how to play defense. Trey Young was pretty much out there doing layup lines, uh, but it just it just got the talks just keep you know just proving me wrong and wrong every series after every game, and I, I just got to get to the point where I had to give them my respect. And by the end of that, this Eastern Conference Finals, even though they didn't win it, they did get a lot of answers from the series, like Nate, you know, for example, Nate McMillan being their their coach for the future. I think they kind of figured out what to do with Cam Reddish. And I mean, Okwangu. Yeah, Cam Reddish was really. Uh, I think a lot. I think a lot of fan bases were like, "Hey, the Hawks are not really using tra- uh, Cam Reddish. We got. We should might as well just go trade for him." But this dude gets. He gets the tiniest amount of minutes, and he fig- and he just he just shows that. Hey, don't give up on me now. And the minutes just kept rising and rising. And don't get me wrong, I'm not seeing Cam Reddish how Nate McMillan sees him, saying that he's Paul George, but uh, I still I still think Cam Reddish got, is still a very good player. Um, he was someone because Cam Reddish being compared, to, he he was he was a lot of people draft comparison. Uh, uh, Paul George and Cam Reddish was like was like was like a draft comparison coming out of college for Cam Reddish. So and I was like happy because I had I also compared him to Paul George when he was coming out of Duke. So it, it's funny because yeah, yeah, I see see what Nate McMillan is talking about. Yeah, he's starting to, he's starting to uh, put that comparison to the truth. And that, don't get me wrong, it's not a bad comparison. It's way better than some of these other NBA draft comparisons. But overall, this was a, this was I, it was a very it's very interesting to see what the Hawks did in this whole just through the whole playoff run. This this Eastern Conference Finals. It wasn't the most exciting, and obviously there was a big, there was like a big part of it that just hurt with Giannis's injury. Uh, I think Andrew every, NBA, I think yeah, Trey Young. I think everyone just just got it. It, it just it, at that point you were just like, when is it gonna stop? Because uh, Giannis, he was because I, I I told you I think Giannis does he was he has the most to prove in the playoffs this year, mm-hmm. uh, and he was really doing that. Like for sure, and see seeing him go down. Uh, when he went down, bro, 
<laughs> I, I just I, I can't even explain how I felt. It was like like I couldn't believe it. Um, cause like, it looked way worse than when it actually came out. Just as a he hyperextended his knee. Uh, it looked way worse at first. Like he, I thought he wasn't even gonna be able to uh, walk off with him by uh just by just by himself. But yeah, I didn't know he got hurt until you texted me. Cause I thought, cause I was watching the game, but I wasn't watching the game at that time. Uh, you texted me, I'm like, you said something about uh, uh, these injuries basically suck and everything. I'm like, I'm like, what is Steve talking about? And <laughs> then, and, and, and after that, you said, uh, uh, you 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 said something like, oh, 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 like like this injury really hurts. Um, yeah. I turned on TV, I'm like. When you said that, my mom, my mom instantly went to like Giannis. I'm like, he's the star player that was. It would suck for him to get hurt during this finals run. Yeah, um, I'm like, dang, Giannis really got hurt. And then I saw the injury, how it happened, like ten, like ten, ten, twenty seconds later. And I'm like, dang, uh, I hope it's not a ACL or not. I'm like, but I remember, I don't know, I don't know if you remember, but I texted you. I said he might have just hi- hyperextended it. Um, by the way, like Vince and everything like that, because I remember Le'Veon Bell had a he had the similar injury uh, that happened yeah. when he was in Pittsburgh a couple years ago in the NFL. Yeah, uh, but we, thank God that it's not it after, you know out indefinitely for the whole season, the rest of the season injury. Yeah, we have we had too many get, stars get injured this yeah. this postseason. Like I wanted, I swear that Western Conference Finals would have been so much better. Kawhi was just healthy. He was, if, if he was healthy, that would have been way better. But with the Eastern Conference, hey, at least Giannis is not out for the rest of the season. We get to see the Greek Freak in the finals. That's that's just that's just the biggest prayer. But when I actually talk about the on the Bucks side of things, hey, Chris Milton's getting a lot of gassing up right now. <laughs> but I feel I, and and I and don't get me wrong, Chris Milton, you're doing great things. I I love I love seeing Chris Milton out there. He's balling. But man, Drew Holiday gave no respect. Drew Holiday is is also do I feel like doing just as much, and also on the defensive side, he balling his ass off. And I don't I don't see the same amount of respect and gratitude on Drew Holiday's side as I do for Chris Middleton. Bro, Chris in those two games that Giannis was out, he he almost he almost had a triple double on both of them. He might have had a triple yeah. double in Game Six, but Game Five he almost had a triple double. He you can arguably say he played better than Chris Middleton in both of those games. And correct me if I'm wrong, I think in the last game he had four steals. Um dude, dude just on the defensive side, we always knew this. We always knew Drew Holiday is one of the best defensive guards out there. Arguably he could be the best. He's just he's just that good. I've always liked Drew Holiday. I remember when he was on the when he was on the Pelicans the last couple of years, as a Grizzlies fan, he annoyed me so much. And then he also brought with the Bucks this year in the game winner on my team. So I, he's one of those annoying players, but you got to respect him so much. And I think the Bucks getting Drew Holiday was such an amazing move. And if not only that move, the PJ Tucker one was also a very, what's it called? A very big move for the Bucks. Even if PJ Tucker's not bringing the, off, the, the offensive game, he's going to be a pest defensively. So that, that's really my opinion on the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Uh, I love the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I like the way Nate McMillan. I don't know if you peeped this, but in the, in the Sixers series and in the Bucks series, he started running offenses with like Lou Will and Trey Young both on the court. And it's funny yeah. because you would think that 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 backcourt would be atrocious on defense, like terrible. But 
nobody really picked on them like that. And then like on offense, it was like Lou Will got to run the offense, then Trey Young got to run the offense. And it was like really deadly. That's what killed the Sixers because Nate Miller tossed Lou Williams in and and like he had just had Ben Simmons sitting over there in the corner guarding Trey Young. Um but I I, I really love seeing that. Uh, DeAndre Hunter's injury really sucked. I think yeah. they might have had DeAndre Hunter healthy. I, I don't know. We could be seeing a different uh, Eastern Conference champion. So it, it's really I, I, interesting. I, I like that take. I really like that take. But because I, I mean Hunter, especially on the defensive side. Yeah, against Giannis because he would be Giannis's yeah. matchup most likely. That that I I think if they had Hunter. It's at least a game seven. <laughs> I, yeah, you, we're, see, we're seeing something different. Hey, you'll be he'll be on Milton, sure too. Uh, when Giannis would be out, so, so Trey Young injury even sucked because that last game, game six, he just you can tell he just wasn't himself. Like this dude had Brook Lopez on him and was not taking Brook Lopez off the dribble at all. And Brook Lopez yeah. is slow. Um, <laughs> and I'm just like, right, you're not. He can't take Brook Lopez off the dribble. He he's missing some layups. Uh, not making floaters. I believe he only had like seven points by the time the fourth quarter began. And I think he ended with like 14 points. Like you could just tell he wasn't himself with, with the shooting, um, running the offense and everything like that. But it's like uh, the Hawks probably went into this thinking like, okay, if we can get 80% of Trey Young, he's still our best player on the team. Like even though he's 80% not fully healthy. Uh, uh, what was you going to say? I was gonna say the Hawks. At least the Hawks. This is one of those series the Hawks can really their fans can go. They, yeah, they lost, but you got it's just one of those like you can't be mad at all. This was just yeah. Amazing. It's like the Celtics back in 2018. Like we didn't have Kyrie or Gordon Hayward. And for people that don't know, I am a Celtics fan. Um, we didn't have Kyrie or Gordon Hayward, but we were a young team that made it to the finals. And it's like yeah. I'm not finals. The Eastern Conference Finals and. You know, it it was like we weren't supposed to be there. People had the Celtics losing the first round uh, to the Bucks, actually, uh, a young Giannis, a younger Chris Milton. So it was, but when we made the finals and we lost to seven and seven games to LeBron and the Cleveland Cavaliers, it was just, it wasn't, it, it wasn't heartbreaking. It was just like, okay, yeah. we were going we're gonna to come back next year and we're going to reload and get our team fully healthy and we're going to come back and try to run this thing back. Yeah, the 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 Hawks had like kind of like in a way, the Heat last year. Yeah, um, I get the Heat went to the finals and the Hawks didn't, but they had that still kind of like Cinderella type, like feel to them where, hey, we're we're winning, we're feeling unstoppable right now. The teams just the team's just playing on a different like a whole different effort. Like it just feel the team this 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 feels like a whole different team now. Um. And I mean, I liked. I remember saying I liked the Hawks' moves in the offseason. They made they made a really solid team. And the regular season, I feel like it was a it was just a little bit underwhelming, but they really put it together. And then in the playoffs, it was just, it just felt totally different. Um, but yeah, much respect to the Hawks. Uh, but you go on. What are you about to say about the Bucks? Oh, about the Bucks. Uh, I was impressed by Brook Lopez. To, he he definitely turned about the clock to his to Brooklyn Nets days in game. Was it? <laughs> Five <laughs> when Yasser first hurt, like this dude was 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 doing was doing post ups and everything. He don't do post ups anymore. He shoot threes. Yeah. So I was happy to see that. Uh, Chris Middleton was cooking. Drew Holiday showed up the last two games. Before that, Drew Holiday was kind of like 
dormant. Like he was kind of vacant there. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah. much to be happy about. Drew Holiday four on offense at least. Or defense, he was still good. Uh, Pat Connaughton sucked. I didn't like Pat Connaughton at all. And it, wait, at game six though, didn't Pat Connaughton have a really solid game? Yeah, off, <laughs> yeah, off the bench. But yeah, besides besides that, <laughs> I remember. Was it the game winner in the Nets game? He had a game winner chance and he airballed it. I think. Um, yeah, Pat Connaughton was not. <laughs> he he oh, ain't really the guy. Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis balled like. Oh. Yeah, Bobby Portis is really he's loved. He was the X factor so much. After Giannis went out, he was the X factor because he he was just he was just playing his whole heart out after Giannis went out, and it was like he got more minutes too because Mike Budenholzer he was giving Bobby Portis minutes, but he wasn't giving Bobby Portis like those type of minutes after. uh, He wasn't giving Bobby Portis those type of minutes before Giannis went out. But did you see Bobby Portis really quote Zebo? He acted like like he he came out. He said. This is a blue collar city. I'm a blue collar type player. He said it, um, like quoting Zebo. He didn't even. I don't, he's, and I understand Zebo's one of his favorite players. I think I saw something like Kevin Garnett, Zebo, and there's one more or like his Rasheed favorite Wallace. players. Yeah, Rasheed Wallace. Um, yeah, Bobby Porras has become one of them very loved players right now in Milwaukee. And people can't. People actually wouldn't even really think about this, but Bobby Porras is actually pretty young. He looked older than he than he actually looks. I mean, he looks yeah, he looks older than he actually looks, but he's fairly young. Um, and I don't correct me. Uh, did the didn't the Knicks release him? Like, I believe I, so. Uh, I remember he started out his career on the Bulls, which is funny because yeah. I don't know if you remember he was he was battling him and Nico Mirotic was battling for a power forward spot back in like 2017 <laughs> or 18. And uh, Bobby Porter's like punched him and then broke his and, and then he broke something. Uh, he he broke something. He broke something. Nico Miritich's face, and they both got suspended. But looking back at it, Nico Miritich deserved it because in the article it said Nico Miritich like charged up, ch- ch- charged at him three times before that. So it's like he was kind of asking for it. But I believe he went to the Bulls. I don't know why I feel like he went to the Wizards, Wizards. at one point. He was the Wizards. Yeah, yeah. He Wizards, was the Wizards. and then the Knicks, and then he probably got released from the Knicks. Because the yeah. Knicks is going to do Knicks things sometimes, but they had a good season this year, so I ain't going to hate too much on them. Yeah, I remember the Bucks were signing a bunch of those random players. Um, it was Bobby Portis. They signed DJ Augustine and Tory Craig. And I yeah, mean, I have all those players. And now he's in the finals. <laughs> yeah. Tory Craig is the Dion Waiters this year. Uh, but yeah, Bobby Portis was out of those three. Bobby Portis stayed. And now he's actually going to be now Milwaukee. He's going to be one of those players Milwaukee just fans just remember if he's not on the team for very long. They're just, just going to remember, dude. He's becoming one of those very loved players right now. Before we move on to the Western Conference, I just want to say this: Mike Boonehoser, put quit playing Thanasis Antetokounmpo, bro. He it's not that good. You you he's tossing Thanasis in with like four minutes left in the first quarter. Don't do that, please. I I get tired of him doing that. Yeah, like, uh, but but is. Like Bud is such a questionable coach. Like, yes. I, I I really just don't understand Bud sometimes. Like, and I, it's funny to me because I know Taylor Jenkins on my Grizzlies learned from him, and I see the same stuff with both of these coaches. Like, just these just these like these very questionable plays, especially when it comes to running the right uh, play to go for like a game winner. I don't know what Bud you doing. Like, it's funny to me because the Bucks are in the finals, but if you're on Twitter, people are going to say. 
hey, Bud should be the new coach for the Shanghai Sharks. Uh, <laughs> even though his team up in the finals, but he just he does a lot of very very like things. There's a lot of things that make you think like think like what are you doing? Uh, and I agree with that. Stop playing, Theonis. I don't I don't really understand that at all. Oh man, that man, Coach Bud drew up a play for Pat Connaughton to shoot a <laughs> to shoot a game time three. Like, okay, bro. I mean, do they have anyone that? Like, I, if you're going to take the honest out, obviously the rotation, you just that just cuts a player off the rotation, right? We're not going to add another player. Um, because I was thinking, like, yeah, I would think that cuts a player out, out of rotation, but for Coach yeah. Bud, I guess it means different. Because I was about to say, maybe Jordan Nora, because I actually like Jordan Nora. Good, sh- he's he can, he's actually shown that he can be a very solid player. He Man, actually, he's had, asked, like, th- getting Jeff Teague minutes after a while, bro. It hurt, it hurt <laughs> me to see that. Yeah, uh, I think Nora had a forty-point game once a season. It was when it was one of those random games where no one was playing on the team. <laughs> like and he popped, he just popped off. I don't remember that. So, so it's kind of funny you tell me that because I do not remember that. There was a lot of random players that just popping off. Remember Tyrese Maxey? Yeah, but but Tyrese Maxey, he he was kind of consistent. Not not consistent, consistent, but at least in the playoffs. You you can see flashes of like okay it's the reason why we playing him. Yeah, but that th- those games led to the to Sixers fans thinking he's untouchable, and why James Harden was not going to be possible for to go on their team. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh man, they said Tyrese Maxey is too valuable for James Harden. Yeah, okay. Tyrese Maxey is the tower hero for the Sixers. Hey, don't get me wrong, Tyrese Tyrese Maxey is, is a good person. I mean, yeah. a good player, probably a good person too. But yeah, man, he ain't no he ain't no James Harden. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'll say <laughs> this or Ben Simmons. I'll say this on one hand: I'm taking Tyrese Maxey over Tyler Hero. And also, Hero, get off the boxing wave. I don't know what you're doing, buddy. Bro, you see that man boxing uh, form? Terrible. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what he was doing. Bro, that man waiting to get Hero. knocked out. I watch it. I watch the pay per view. Give whoever. I watch man. it for sure. But let but let's get into Western Conference Finals. Uh, in this series, another star player was hurt. Kawhi Leonard. He was also out for the series. He was out for the last two games of the Clippers uh, Utah Jazz series in the semifinals. <sighs> Tell me what you thought about this series. Um, before we get now, I want to say uh, shout out to Coach Lou, Tyron Lou, Tyron Lou. Shout out to you. You know, I hate to hate on another black coach, but. You know, maybe it was Doc Rivers that you remember Paul. You remember all them all season that Paul George, uh, last off season Paul George and Kawhi in there. They was like it was Doc Rivers' fault and everything like that. And you know, it, it, it's funny because it's like, well, Tyron Lue doing good with the Clippers. So, but yeah, shout out to Tyron Lue. I thought you was a bad coach, but you know, some people, some players, some coaches can get better. Maybe Jason Kidd can get better because I don't like Jason Kidd either. But. Yeah, shout out to Tyron Lue, but uh, Steve, tell me what you thought about this series. Listen, hey, let's not forget, though. Uh, according to Jay Williams, Doc Rivers is actually a white head coach. And all the other Celtics suppose, suppose whatever coaches, because he, he thinks the he thinks our new head coach is the only, the only black coach ever in Celtics history. I don't, bro, know, we, I don't, bro, <laughs> I don't know what Jay Williams is saying. Celtics that had Bill Russell, Casey Jones, and like two other black coaches after that, uh, before after that. Like, <laughs> and that's we that's we would. <laughs> That was bad, and he wanted to go on and say, "Hey, I got hacked." But uh, yeah, let's get up into the Western Conference uh, Finals. My opinions on this series was like, 
it, it was just like, okay, if Paul George is not having a good day, a good game, the Clippers lost. Like he, throughout the whole playoffs, he wasn't really shooting well. But when when Paul George is having one of them playoff uh, pandemic P tie games, it's it's wraps because he's like the he's re- he was literally like the X factor for the Clippers. They needed him to be the number to play like the number one option if they wanted any yeah. chance to win. Because I think in the the game they just got the last game when they got eliminated. Uh, I think Marcus Morris is like the best player on their court on the court. Yeah, and don't get wrong, George played no so nonchalant. It got it made me frustrated. He played so nonchalant, yeah. played like he just didn't care. Morris is literally <laughs> Morris. Morris was literally don't get me wrong. Morris has been very consistent. He was literally bomb, but you can't. The Clippers shouldn't have to rely on have Morris be their best player on the court. It has to be Paul George. Um, and then uh, the Terrence Mann hype obviously went down. Uh, it was it was fun. Especially for the, especially since he was the guy that, you know that had that big game gone to the Western Conference Finals, which Clipper Clipper fans are gonna be flexing for years to come. Um, but there's that. There was Reggie Jackson who's gonna get a bag. But overall in this series, the Suns the Suns they're another team that proved me wrong. I gotta say that. Uh, I thought there was no way they're gonna beat LeBron because I just I just had that I just can't like. Go, I just can't go against the greats like that anymore. And they did it. And then, then they had the Nuggets. All the Suns and Four was trending and stuff. It, it just and then it got got here to the Clippers. And I, I think it was just pretty expected to me at this point. Um, the Suns are just a, they're just too good of a team. And Paul, I mean Chris Paul was just insane, especially in the last game. Uh, because I, I feel like coming back from injury, he has not, he's not really slowed down at all. Um, He's done. He just looked amazing as usual. I'm very. That's 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 like the main takeaway for me is that I'm glad to see Chris Paul is finally in the finals. Um, even to see Devin Booker. And what's up with Jay Crowder? Is Jay Crowder like a a charm or something? Like what? How come when Jay, Jay Crowder, Crowder? When Jay Crowder is hitting threes, he he. When Jay Crowder is hitting threes, that means it's a good day for your team because when he um, and, and I'm talking about the team he's on, not the opposing team. When he, when he's hitting threes uh, for the Suns, it's like it opens so much of the offense for Chris Paul and Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. Because then you got to respect Jay Crowder's three point shooting. Yeah, like I I like I think I said it before. Jake Crowder's like a perfect vet. He's literally the perfect vet. And hey, that presence led to the Miami Heat going to the finals last year, and also leading to the Suns getting to the finals this year. Um, I'm just gonna say if you is Jake Crowder on one year deal. I think he is. Um, no, he's on. You know, he has like two or three more years. Two? Left. Damn, really? So he got yeah. he got paid. That's smart on the Suns. Jake Howard was yeah. amazing. It was an amazing move. And then also, there's like the the one the one thing that kind of stood out to me is how much Tory Craig's minutes had just bounced up. Um, I think he played about 31 minutes in that last game. And did, was he was he like amazing those 31 minutes? No. Defensively, he was he was very good, but offensively, he's not bringing nothing that too much at all. But I I think I think it was a very cool move. I think his minutes are way too much. He's getting way too much minutes though. Uh, Cameron Payne was like his minutes have dropped actually. I think he's only like on a 16, 15 minute thing now. Yeah, some I of that maybe do because he sprained his ankle. Uh, game so they was want to two. Limitation. Game two or three. He 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 hurt his ankle, so that might be why the minutes dropped, mm-hmm. but. 
Also, because like Chris Paul, uh, not because game the first and second game yeah. Chris Paul came back, he struck kind of he kind of struggled. Um, but like game six, you saw Chris Paul kind of like like you saw Chris Paul after he got he got put in for Cameron Payne, he kind of like you know controlled the offense. Uh, I remember yeah. it was game six, the Clippers, the Clippers was down like fourteen or sixteen points, and they cut the seven points. And then Chris Paul scored like the, the Suns went on a sixteen like two run, and Chris Paul scored fourteen of those sixteen points. Like, yeah, that's all. So I, I get it. Cameron Payne doesn't have to play a, a whole lot of minutes, but I'm just thinking like, does Tory Craig really got to play that much? Like thirty one minutes? It just didn't. It just didn't feel right to me. I don't feel like Tory Craig should be that guy off the bench. I just which you know some of that comes from uh Cam Johnson being out and uh Jay Crowder yeah. was in foul trouble a lot in game six. Uh but the and the, the thing that bothers me and I think about is like because I remember when the draft one was going on with the Suns, I I literally said Suns draft Tyrese Halliburton. And I now I'm thinking about it because once once that pick went in, I wasn't surprised because the Suns always be making these weird picks. Uh they got Jalen Smith, and I was, and now I'm, th- I'm over here thinking like Tyrese Halber on the Suns. Imagine that right now, he would be the per- he would be so perfect off the bench with these guys. Yeah, and, and, and especially it, since like Chris Paul's already old, so it's like, uh, you can have Chris Paul play for you for about maybe one season because he might he might decline his player option this this uh um after this finals and go to free agency. Although his player option is like forty four mil or something like that, huge, um. But like you know, after Chris Paul maybe leaves, you know, bring Tyrese Halliburton in that starting role, so that he would have been perfect point guard for them. I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, like I can't. I that, it always bothers me when I think about that. I'm like, I can't imagine Tyrese Halliburton on this Suns team. If they if he was on this Suns team right now, I think the fi- I think the finals would be kind of an easy choice for me. Um, but on on that note, the Clippers. I they did put up a good fight. I think if especially for Kawhi being out, that was the killer. I think once Kawhi went out, people were just kind of like, "Hey, it's raps <laughs> for the yeah. for the Clippers." Their fans, their fans, raps. obviously, yeah. Um, but the Clippers are kind of like their their off season. It's kind of like it shouldn't be that hard. Like you kind of really know what you need to do to make this team elite and to make it like, hey, to make this like a, a very. Uh, a team that can actually make this run, they can actually get to the finals. Yeah. Um, Do they sign Reggie Jackson back? Because if you look at, they don't got too much cap space. Oh. Yeah, that's that's the hard question: is signing back Reggie Jackson and like, the, okay, when I'm because they need that they need that guard right, and th- some way they're gonna have to find how to find a way to dump dump out uh, money. And I think that what I'm looking at is like when I look at the guards, I'm thinking. I'm thinking Lowry, which I think is a little out the window it's too much, but I think Lowry is still a guy you're going to look at. Lonzo Ball is a guy you're going to look at, but I think Lonzo Ball is going to get an overpay. Um, and then you got Reggie Jackson. <laughs> and I, at this point, I'm going to say it, Clippers kind of have to get Reggie Jackson back. Um, but you never know because these teams will overpay for these players. And Reggie, and, and the other thing about me is a guy like Lowry, I know I'm getting from Lowry. A guy like Lonzo, I pretty much do know what I'm getting from him. Reggie Jackson, I can't say that he beat this. Like I really can't. 
I'm going, I'm going to really respect what he's done in the playoffs, but I can't say that he's going to bring this same type of, type of play to next season. Um, so that I don't know how the Clippers feel, how confident they feel about him. Um, I know I, I'm pretty confident. I know Reggie Jackson wants to go back. Um, I saw some, I saw some like interview with him at the post game. He said they saved him. I'm guessing he's talking about he saved from Detroit, something like that. Hey. <laughs> Everybody can say from Detroit. Yeah, everyone does. Shout out to Drummond, Bernard, Morris. <laughs> yeah, Drummond actually Drummond probably wishes he's back in Detroit. So he can feel like a star player again. But <laughs> uh, I feel like they do have to I feel like in a in a way Jackson is the guy you can get because he's not gonna be as expensive, I think, as a Lowry or Ball, Alonzo Ball. But the only problem is you're, you're, you're having the risk of, is he going to bring the same type of energy next season? You never know. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like maybe Reggie Jackson signs back for, for uh, maybe not the vet minimum, but, but the mid-level exception, which I don't know what the Clippers mid-level exception is this year. I don't even know how much really cash space they got. I just know the cash space isn't that good because Luke Kennard's contract, which is like 64 yeah. mil, uh, Kawhi Leonard contract, maybe, um, depending on what, after, you know, what he does a free agency. And Paul just contract is huge. Uh, so it's like they really have no cash space. I mean, they have no draft cap. Like, they have no young assets that they can trade besides Terrence Man, They don't have no draft picks or anything. I think Kawhi, like, you're like, oh, uh, Cameron, but like they might try to sign Cameron Payne. Cameron Payne's a free agent, so that would be amazing. I love that. Yeah, uh, like Reggie Jackson. I, I I don't I don't know what he, I, I like. I don't know how GM view his price because he's if he gets overpaid, he's probably just gonna be very. Uh, he he's probably gonna go to a team and be very mid. Like that's probably gonna be Reggie Jackson next year. If if he I'm gets saying, overpaid, I don't think he's bringing this again next year. Um. But on, but I think the Clippers have to stump some salary to get this guard that they're really confident in. That's gonna that's gonna make them get this finals run. And if doing that's very hard because, like you said, the guy that I'm really gonna think about uh, shipping off is Luke Kennard. But how easy is that gonna be? Uh, if there's any team I think that might want to get Luke Kennard, I'd probably say the Cavs. To be honest, I think the Cavs would be a team that take on Luke Kennard. But the other problem is, I feel like if you're dumping, if you're dumping a contract like that or any of the other contracts they have that are big, you want picks. And the problem with that is the Clippers don't have picks. They kind of shipped it all off to get a Paul George. So that because you want to get the picks, the you know, make the team be like, yeah, I'll take on the contract to get these first rounders. And I'm not sure what the picks look like right now for the Clippers, but I'm not guessing it's not very good. So, but all these first rounders are basically with the Thunder. Yeah, all, all, all with the Thunder, Pick City. I, the Cl- yeah, like I said, the Clippers. They what they what their goal is in the offseason shouldn't be hard, but it's how you're gonna do it. And I mean, overall, Suns. They just what's it called? They, this was this is their this is a big opportunity. They, I'm not gonna say the Suns. I see a lot of people saying the Suns had a very easy route to the finals just because these teams got injured. But you still got to put respect on this team. They're a very yeah. solid team. I think they're finals deserving. Um, from what I've seen, 
with it with injuries or without injuries I, like don't get me wrong if Kawhi was with the clippers i think the series would have been different but it's not like I, the suns could not have won the series um i think the suns very well could have won the series so i'm not going to put i'm not going to say injuries is the reason why they're here suns really deserve getting to the finals this year yeah and especially look at it like the clippers had opportunities to put themselves in a position to win the series, like yeah. game two, you, you, you Paul George don't miss those free throws. They're up three two instead of the Suns being up three two. So, you, you know, game game what was it four? Uh, Paul George missed some missed another free throw that would have put him down one. The referee missed a call in game four where campaign touched the ball last. Like, if some calls are being made and some free throws are being made the correct way, like. This is their different series. The Clippers win the series, but they yeah. didn't. Um, some had to do with the injuries, like I said. Uh, well, well, like you said, you believe that uh, it would be a different outcome if Kawhi Leonard played, and I, and I totally believe that too. But it's like injuries are a part of the game, so it's like you know, yeah. creating creating excuses uh, for injuries. Like almost every team deals with injuries. Like like Steve Kerr said, usually the healthiest team wins at the end of the season, and it's going to take some luck too. Yeah, especially with the, because the injury bug this year has been very bad. It's been it's been extremely Terrible. bad, and um, it did hit the Suns a little with the Chris Paul, but not really that, not as bad. Um, and when the when Chris Paul went down, the Suns still showed that they can hold it down. So I can't, I can't, you like you like I've heard of saying a million times, one play, one to two plays can change the whole game. But for but for the for the Clippers. Those one to two plays not go their way. Like I, they just did not. It just uh, maybe the free throws got hit. Totally different game. You you could have went off win. Like you said, the calls you can't control the calls really, unless Absilver can find some way. But the refs are going to be refs. Uh, it just did not go the Clippers' way. Suns got here, but it's I feel like the Suns are getting a lot of just they're not getting the credit really. Um, a lot of people are going to a lot of people are going to constantly say they they don't deserve to be here. Do the injury and what the Clippers selling like? Yeah, to me, if it, I, feel I mean, they, look I feel at the Bucks also dealt, dealt, uh, got got kind of lucky with injury. Um, James Harden, Kyrie got hurt. Like, yeah, and the Clippers, I ain't gonna say they got lucky with injury because you know Kawhi Leonard got hurt. He didn't he didn't get to play what the last two games of that Jazz Clippers series. But um, Mike Conley was out for that whole series except for Game Six. So it's like you know every t- like almost every team this year that was in the second round uh kind of had some injury luck like Jalen like the, you can say that oh the Nets don't win in five if Jalen Brown is healthy you know maybe the Nets win in seven um, shoot maybe even the Celtics win which probably still wouldn't happen if Jalen Brown played but you know oh yeah maybe if Kimmy Walker's healthy too like like the Knicks Mitchell Robinson was hurt. The Hawks, DeAndre DeAndre Hunter was hurt. Uh, Trey Young was hurt. So, so like every series, uh, the the Philadelphia 76ers, Danny Green was hurt. Look at the Western Conference, yeah. like it's 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 the, the Clippers, Jazz. Like Kawhi Leonard was hurt. Mike Conley was hurt. What's another series? Oh, the Suns. The the Suns first round. You could say LeBron was one hundred percent. Anthony Davis got hurt too. Also, like yeah. almost every series, you can look at it and be like. Oh well, if this player played, they can. Uh, um, then this team would have won. So you, so like, if people are using that excuse, it's like you can use that excuse all you want, but you know, every team deals with injuries. 
Yeah. It's just and not it's, every it, team is better with that injured player out. Yeah, it, it's, it's not, oh, we're going to look at the injuries and we're going to discredit the team that beat the team that had injury. It's just say, like, instead of saying the Suns, hey, they got lucky that the Clippers were injured and the Nuggets, Lakers, etc., right? Uh, how about instead of that, we give them credit that they took that opportunity and they did their they did their business like it's yeah they did what they're supposed to do they 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 they, yeah. they, 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 they took care of a Kawhi's uh Clippers team yeah so it's like you can make excuses all day Nick fans can make excuses that Julius Randle forgot to bring his basketball skills to the first round like <laughs> you just got you just you just can't you can make excuses all the all day but at the end of the day the Suns are in the finals and uh if the you know they beat a team with injuries. To me, I don't look at it that way. I look at it, they took the opportunity, and they showed that they can be a finals team, and that's why they're there. So yeah, I gotta give my right. respect to the Suns. Like, like my dad always told me, he said, "You play who in front of you. It doesn't matter, like if they yeah. injure or not. You, you you play who on your schedule. Never overlook, never overlook the opponent. I take them lightly, and that's what the Suns the Suns did. They didn't take these, they didn't take any of these teams lightly just because of injuries. They went in there, got the job done, and." The reward is that they have a chance to win the, the championship this year. Yeah, and I just want to say this. Um, before we move on to the finals, shout out to Monty Williams, too. Uh, he he coaches yeah. ass off this season, um, especially like dealing with the stuff he dealt with back in 2000, I believe, 18, after his uh, his wife passed away in that car crash. Uh, and then like his three kids were also in that car. I don't know if yeah. they passed away, too, or not. I should have done a little bit of research on that, but I remember that happening. And it's like he didn't take he 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 didn't he didn't give the driver no blame that hit his wife uh, in the car and everything like that. So, uh, and then like to 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 do the, to deal with that, and then <sighs> come to the finals and everything. Battle back and you know dealing with the young team that he dealt with on the Suns. Like at one point, the, the Suns were just a bad team, and you know it looked like he was gonna get fired. People were like blaming him, I'm like. You really can't blame that. him for your second best player, you know, sometimes being who 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 did they have on the team back two thousand what seventeen, eighteen? Who did they have on a team? I don't remember. Ricky Ricky Rubio, like Ricky Rubio. You he, like like, <laughs> like yeah, last, you can't blame Monty Williams for that. Like last year they had him. they had Kelly Oubre looking like their second option, so yeah, like like it, it ain't <laughs> Monty Williams' fault like Kelly Oubre just taking like <laughs> that's not Monty Williams' fault. And maybe yeah. maybe help him maybe maybe get a little more help with on the draft side. Um, <laughs> the drafting's been bad. It's not been it's not been solid over years. But I'll say Cam Johnson's been solid. He's 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 turned out to a a nice player. But I, I don't think it was the best pick at the time. But nah, he was the best pick. But uh, yeah, I I really can't be mad at the Suns right now because you know they're in the finals with Cam Johnson. So yeah, well, congrats to them. Congrats to Williams. It's amazing what they've done this season, for sure. Yeah. Also, shout out to James Jones too, because I, because I didn't, because I was questioning that 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 choice of him being the GM. You know, he he literally just went from a player that's playing with like LeBron and Miami Heat, and it's with the Cavs and and with LeBron, he made it to what like six straight finals. So <laughs> it's like it's, it's like with him doing that, I'm like I don't know if he's ready to be a GM yet, but. He put the moves together. He got DeAndre Aiden. He got drafted Cam Johnson. He drafted DeAndre Aiden, like I just said. Uh, got Chris Paul for Kelly Oubre and some picks, I believe. 
It was um, like Kelly, it was like Kelly Oubre or Ricky Ruby on some picks. I think any of the yeah, players they got in that Mikhail like, okay, Bridges. Got the yeah, yeah. Like he dropped Mikael Bridges, picked up campaign. Uh, like those he those made some pass- moves that that are like. He made some moves that were necessary. Oh, God, Jay Crowder! Like he made some moves that were necessary for them to get to the finals, and they're in the finals. Yeah, those those pass picks were very good, but I think the Suns team is even better if they really hit on these picks in the last two years, like Cam Johnson and I, like I said, we said Ty- Tyrese Halliburton. If they could have got him, but overall, the Suns, what they've done is outstanding. Um, especially because their team, their team has just been such a bad, <laughs> such a bad. Like I, I feel like it's just been such bad energy for. A, I mean, I don't know how long it's been at this point since Steve Nash left. Uh, like yeah, I remember they had that little three-headed guard duo. Uh, yeah, that one Yeah, they just had terrible teams. I mean, you saw we, you saw Devin Booker drop seventy, but he didn't win the game. <laughs> it's it's like they had, and they they just they just had some tough teams at those at those times, and I feel like right now it's 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 all it, all those L's and all those bad times that that they've had. It's worth it because this season the Suns have took straight W's just all over the place. I mean, their fans are taking W's. <laughs> it's it's just crazy. <laughs> so shout shout to the Suns, um, man. Bet, bro, that son is a four guy. He got his own action figure. But did you see that video of the person he beat up? Uh, like, 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 like they were talking about it after the game. Like the the person, the, the person, the son that nah, beat up was I, talking I uh, after the game. You know, and he was like, "Oh, yeah, what you got done whooping the, 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 the um, what you got done whooping this dude in the stadium?" Blah blah blah. And like the video servers like the next day of them getting whooped. So that's tough. I ne- I not see that video. I just hold up. You did that, not see video. that. I'm gonna have to send you that video. The video of them getting beat up is the video I saw, and oh, that was man, the one. Bro, that was that was all over my timeline. That. See the other one though. Man, bro, they were stunned after that. Like 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 they were stunned on like Instagram or like on on on. It was on the story talking talking about they won the fight and everything like that. And, no, it, it, like, like, the the sons of four guy had me crying though because I'm when he was saying sons of four and he was like talking to the one, the one guy he just throws like two uppercuts at the other guy <laughs> like in the middle of talking to one of them I'm like dude this man's unstoppable you cannot play with him and then when and then when the next game for the Suns happens the first game with uh, against the Clippers everyone goes up to the dude and it's getting like selfies from him Suns get uh, Devin Lurk getting the tickets on a jersey I'm pretty sure yeah it was yeah. hey. Suns, Suns just cannot cannot lose this year. They got, but they they just need to uh, get the job done in these next seven games, if if that. Man, but talk about the talk talk about getting the job done. So for the for the NBA Finals, you know you got the Bucks, you got the Suns. Uh, the first two games going to be in Phoenix. Uh, do, do do you think Giannis plays? Because like you look at it, like, I think they they should sit on game one. Like even though it's the finals, I think they should sit on game one. But do you think he plays? No, I don't think he plays. Uh, hold, 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 hold on, let me let me say this. Do you think he plays game one? Because you know, if some people hear yeah. that, they might they, they 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 might think I'm asking for the whole finals. Do you nah, think he plays yeah. game one? I, I'm talking about game one. He's not playing game one. Uh, I think I think like you said, it's best to sit him. Um, I I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna uh, 
I don't think I think I don't think Buck fans should go crazy if he don't play game one. He'll be fine. It's better to get a hundred percent than put him out put him out there. He's not fully himself. He might sell the game. Who knows? Give give him that one game rest and I think everything will be fine. It'd be kinda like, you know, Chris Paul when it, that come into that clip to the other series. Like he wasn't able to play we don't know if he's gonna play or not. Um I give him the rest. Make sure he everything's good. Uh there's there should be no reason to play in game one. Especially because we know the Bucks can hold it down without Giannis. Yeah, for at least one game, you know, because, yeah. because I, I mean I mean they should have to worry, right? I mean they got the number one option, Chris Milton. That's that's all yeah. they need, really. <laughs> I mean, hey, Kendrick Perkins, you you gotta calm down with that talk, but uh I, yeah, it, it like don't get me wrong, Chris Milton, great second option. Him, Drew Holiday. And the the rest of the Bucks team, they're gonna they can hold it down for a game for a couple games. I don't think they're gonna hold it down for a series. They need Giannis. That's our number one option. But don't play him game one. Like you said, he needs he needs he needs to be coming hundred percent, be healthy. Make sure so, make sure everything's straight. So speaking of Giannis, who guards him this series? Because like you look at it like last year, who guarded him most of the time last year? Um Bam out of Bayon. On Jay Crowder, which Jay Crowder is on this team. So, like, you would think it has to be Jay Crowder, right? Like, who guards him this year? Was it DeAndre Aiden, Mikael Bridges, or, or Jay Crowder? I think it's going to be... I don't want to say DeAndre Aiden. I think it's going to be a little mix of Mikael Bridges and Jay Crowder. Like you said, Jay Crowder... Because Jay Crowder was, like, my first thought, because, like you said, he did defend him last year. But I think you, I think you gotta kind of mix it up and see what works the best. Uh, especially take advantage with his first, with his first game, couple games coming back. Be very, very tough on him. Uh, but I, I don't think, I don't feel like Aiden's the guy you would put on him. I feel like Giannis is gonna, it will give Aiden not like not down below, but when he's coming outside and trying to drive in, I'd rather put it, I'd rather put Jay Crowder or. Mikel Bridges, and if we're talking about like the speed on the defensive side, his lateral, lateral quickness, I, I like I like Mikel Bridges on him. So that's that's who I would really think about a little platoon, but I honestly would put more Bridges on him. I have I have, I have confidence in Bridges being able to hold it down. Yeah, I hope my two Williams don't go out there and be like, oh, for backup we're gonna have Dario Sarr guard him. Like, please don't do that. Like, that's what I'm saying. They don't start guarding him at all. They don't have like a power forward that's going to hold it down. <laughs> they, don't, yeah, they don't have like that forward to Jay Crowder for them. So yeah, and Jay Crowder to me, I'm not gonna look at him as a four, but at the four, but uh, he play it. Um, but yeah, please don't put Dario Sarge on him. <laughs> if, if, it, if it comes to that, then oh my, uh, y'all gonna be cooking. It's, yeah, it's yeah. it's just at that. I, you rather just put Aiden on him. Um, yeah, and I mean, you look at it. The Suns have a have a recipe to to. Uh, you're never able to stop Giannis, but you're able to slow him down um, in the playoffs. Like you let the the past team, the Bucks lost to 2000. Well, in the bubble, you had the Heat, who had Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, and Jay Crowder. And I guess you can say Andre Iguodala got tossed in there a little bit. Um. Then you look at 2019 with the Raptors. When the Bucks lost to the Raptors, they had Pascal Siakam, Kawhi Leonard, 
uh, Serge Ibaka, Mark Gasol, and I believe that's about it for their forwards. I mean, they had Ojan Obi. Ojan Obi didn't series. Uh, so it's like they have the recipe to stop him, yeah. but can they stop him? The so. Suns, the the Suns. I th- I think they have they have the players. They have for sure the players to, to stop Giannis. But I don't think you're holding him down. I don't think you're locking him down. And this Bucks team to me from the past years is way different. I think Drew Holiday is literally like that. That addition of Drew Holiday changes this Bucks team from the last couple of years so much to me. Um. So I I think even if you do. It's still going to just be hard to stop the team in general because I think in those other other years, uh, yeah, you stop Giannis, you're feeling good, you're going to win the series. This this year, you know, doing doing that, I feel like the I feel like the one thing you just can't have Giannis do is shoot threes. To be honest, that's my. No, if that's I start my, making threes, then it's a scary sight for the Suns. But in, in my opinion, I don't think Giannis should even be shooting threes. I think he should kind of just shut them down completely. Um, yeah, which 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 because Mike Budenholzer keep giving Giannis the ball at the top of the key and allowing him to yeah. shoot threes. Like, please stop it. Cause, yeah, because at that point you can't blame Giannis. It's like, damn, they're asking me to shoot the ball at this point. They're not gonna they're gonna disrespect my game and uh all those mysteries are gonna get the Giannis's head. I think, and I I know that I saw some stat that like the Bucks record's like insane when Giannis is not make is not shot a three. They've gone like undefeated, I think, and it's like certain like this big uh from like the twenty eighteen or the eighteen nineteen season to the twenty the nineteen eight twenty season. They have like this undefeated record with if every game Giannis is two or three in, they won that game. I mean, I'm I think not surprised you have to Giannis is such a dominant player. Yeah. And I just feel like threes is something that he don't really he don't need in his game. He doesn't. Um at most, he needs a mid range. That's about it. He needs a he needs a good mid range. That's it. He doesn't yeah, need. If you get if you can get a consistent mid range, I'm feeling very good. Like it's he's not like a Ben Simmons. Like nah. Ben Simmons can't shoot, and it shows that he kind of needs it <laughs> at certain points. But if Giannis if Giannis can't shoot, you don't exactly need it. He's he's too he's he's like you say so dominant that he doesn't exactly need that three point shot. Um, and I I agree with you on the mid range. DeRozan has shown that if you have a mid-range, you don't need a three either. So, it's, it's to me, I think you really got to stop with the threes. Which is, which is canceling them out, Giannis. We don't need the threes. At all. Uh, Coach Bud, questionable coach for this series. Like, what does he do differently this series? Because he runs lots of drop coverages, and Chris Paul loves drop coverage. Like <laughs> Chris Paul will eat drop coverage up alive. Devin Booker will eat drop coverage up alive. So, what are some adjustments you think he should make this series? The 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 one adjustment I'm thinking, and I don't think it's gonna. I'm not saying for this to stay, but for the games that Giannis stays out, which I think will just be one, it might be two. You never know. Keep keep Lopez. Like let Lopez do his thing in the paint, because for one for one thing I know Lopez can be a paint guy. We 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 seen it in in Brooklyn, and with with uh, Giannis being out, they kind of need that they they kind of need that paint play in in uh, intact. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would say hey go let Lopez do his thing in the paint, because obviously I don't think Lopez stopped doing doing like playing like that in the paint because. 
he just he just don't got that game anymore. It's just he he expanded his game to the three to the behind the arc because hey, we have Giannis, we need we need him, we need Brook Lopez being like a three point guy, so Giannis gets the spacing. Um, but as long as Giannis is out, I think Lopez can really hold it down in the paint, and I think that's an adjustment that Bud should make at least for the time Giannis is out. That's what I would love. That's what I like to see because I think you even said he looked really nice in the paint in that last game. Um, well, for the games for yeah, with the games with us out. So, hey, let let it keep it coming. I think that would be amazing for the Bucks at least for the time of Giannis being out. Maybe cut it off when Giannis is back because I don't think that would work. But you no, know, I really hope uh, if Brook Lopez goes off without Giannis. I really hope, like, 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 for some reason, I feel like Kendrick Perkins will put out something dumb, like, oh, the Bucks are better without Giannis because it allows Brooke Lopez to be Brooke Lopez. It's like, I feel like Kendrick Perkins will say some stupid stuff like that. Brooke Lopez, a top seven center in the league. <laughs> <laughs> like, he gonna say something like that. Uh, Bergie was the second option. Man, I, I hope, I hope Brooke Lopez and Giannis have to meet up one day to have a nice little conversation. Because I feel like Brooke, <laughs> Kendrick Perkins really giving. You you really you really talking wrong on Giannis through <laughs> these times. He would he would say some stuff like that. Like I remember, I jokingly I jokingly told you one time. I think it was after the first game, the Heat and Bucks. I said as a joke, <laughs> Milton's no, this is Milton seems not Giannis. <laughs> oh, that was a joke. I thought you were serious. <laughs> no, I wasn't serious. That's a joke, bro. I, I but uh, but it, it it just it just makes me laugh because Kendrick Perkins. Dead ass thinks that this is Milton's team. <laughs> like, yeah. And I, I, I'm sorry. Like, 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 like. I'll tell you this: if the Bucks made a trade for uh, Damian Lillard to get on the Bucks, and they had to get Milton up to the, the Blazers had to get uh, acquired Milton in the deal. I know for a fact, whatever the trade is, Perkins is going to say the Blazers won the trade. As long as they got Milton <laughs> on the team, he would say the Blazers won that trade just because they got Milton on that team. And then they're gonna say you're gonna have to run. You, I can't wait to see Milton and McCollum play like something like that. I think exactly like this too. brother that's gonna have a trailblazer as final favorites. Like, yeah, come on now. Like, it's 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 just it's just like my, he kind of started my, that narrative. Like, well, well I mean, because because you know, Moonvise, he he believes Chris Milton never won that too. But I'm like, but I'm trying to explain something like. Team's game plan to stop Giannis, not Chris Milton. Like you look at it, like Giannis has been way more consistent than Chris Milton these these whole playoffs. Yeah. But like when Chris Milton has a good game, like everybody is on Chris Milton nuts about. That's what I said. Oh, number one option, like. But when he has a bad game, it'd be crickets. Like on being, no one talking about Chris Milton. Like oh, like oh, Chris Milton yeah. choked tonight. Don't no one say that. Everybody be saying Giannis choked off if he did some stuff that Chris Milton did. Like 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 I said, when these last two games, Drew Holiday was like amazing. I, like Drew Holiday, like I was looking at him the most, and I'm like, dude, Drew Holiday is really, he's really came out these last two games. But as soon as that game's over, is Chris, is Drew, is Drew Holiday getting any talk? No, no, no. one's even mentioning anything about him. But hey, 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 in Middleton, that that dude's that dude's is the next Kobe. He's, we're going. We're going to gas up Milton. <laughs> we're going to gas up Milton until, until we can't no more because this dude is just too good. It, it like Perkins is not too to annoying like Skip Bayless in that in that sense. Or like I can't even look at Skip Bayless's tweets. But sometimes you just you just be on Twitter and you see a, a Kendrick Perkins tweet. You're like, shut up, man. Like, are, when's this guy going to stop? When's this guy going to stop talking? And it like I remember 
he annoyed me with the with the Grizzly series because he constantly kept going on the Grizzly side. I'm like, dude, are you good? And then now, because like he holds on his take so hard, like he, he can be he can be proven wrong, but he's gonna stay with that take no matter what. And he's doing that right now with Milton. I feel like Milton. I I don't get me wrong. I I like Milton. There's no hate towards him. I think he's a really good second option. But no, there's no way that you're gonna go sit here and tell me that he's the number one option over a two-time MVP, a one-time defensive player of the year, a four-time all-defensive team player. There's no way you can tell me that. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, you, you, you can't forget he made some all NBA teams too. Yeah, like we can't. You can't just do this. You can't just put that like like just uh, shrug off Giannis to the side. Um, when I when I look at the Bucks in the finals, I'm putting a lot more credit on Giannis. It's like, it, it, it just and, blows and, my you know, mind. You know, the fun thing is, is that if, if if the Bucks lose and Giannis balls out and Chris Milton balls out too, this man, this man, catch a perfect problem. Like Trey Giannis, like <laughs> Trey Giannis, he's not that guy, but Chris Milton is. Like, no, yeah, well, we're gonna be thinking it was we're, we're, Chris, Chris Kendrick Perkins bring back the rumors last year about Giannis getting traded, and they're gonna, never gonna be seeing all the Heat jersey swaps back again. It, yeah, like, but the media, the media stays stay doing that. Like, you remember last year before uh, the whole quarantine, everything, COVID hit. Remember, everybody was like, "Oh, LeBron's MVP," blah blah blah. No, I was saying LeBron was MVP in j- j- January. Nobody was saying LeBron was MVP in February. They was all saying that stuff in March after those <laughs> couple games where LeBron had so many good performances. Don't wrong, LeBron was good that 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 whole season. But Giannis was the MVP before like that game stretch where they played the Celtics, they played the Bucks, and they played the Clippers. Like and and like, Kendrick Perkins start pushing that narrative. Like, oh my! Like LeBron's MVP over Giannis. Yeah, like, oh, these these players don't have their hot streaks. I mean, there's probably been more incidents of that this season, to be honest. Yeah, of and some players the having these hot streaks. Yeah, um, where these couple games make you think, think about player this certain way, and then it just the players are not going to be playing like that. Like Tower Hero, for example. Like, Tyler was not that good at all this season, in my opinion. But we're still going to be talking about, hey, Tyler Heroes, we just, the Heat fans just gas him up so much. It bothers me. But there's always those. There's always the trade rumors. Like, I remember when, like, you can think about, everyone was talking about Giannis getting traded. But now it's not, that's not even in talk at all. And I bet you, we might have the same uh, scenario for this Damian Lillard talk. I bet you, (laughs) everyone's going to be saying Damian Lillard's going to get traded. Um... And I, I mean, I, I've been up in the, I've been up with the joke. I think my wallpaper on my phone is actually Damian Lillard in a Grizzlies jersey. Um, it's, it, it, it I, I've stayed with the joke, right? But watch, what if Damian, Damian Lillard might just honestly retire as a Blazer, and all that talk would just be forgetting. You never really see, know. CJ McCollum will be traded before Damian Lillard is traded. Like, come on now, CJ McCollum will be traded before Damian. Yeah, Lillard is I think people I think, need to stop it. I think you don't even need to trade Damian Lillard. Just honestly, just trade McCollum. And then yeah. you can figure you can figure it out from there. Oh, but, oh yeah, and Trey like maybe Trey Enos Cancer too, because I don't like Enos Cancer was really unplayable against the Nuggets, and that's hey, a big reason why he lost. Like but, this man Jokic was picking on him. But Tanner might be another reason of those couple games make people think that he's really good because hey, remember when Tanner had a thirty rebounds one game? He might he he might just be one of the, he might just be the f- a future center for the Blazers. Who knows? <laughs> Us. Just but, stuff like that be going on. Yeah, but but let's get back on top of it a little bit here. <laughs> um, what would a ring mean for Chris Paul legacy? Because it would definitely be huge. Because you know the one thing he doesn't have. Well, of course he doesn't have an MVP. 
But it's like at the age of 36, you don't really care about the MVP right now. You want a ring. What does that do for his legacy? Because that would be so important. I feel you on the MVP. Um, I think I think this is this is amazing. This would be amazing on his legacy. Like we always we always know Chris Paul is the point god. All right, and um, for the longest time, I wasn't really ever tripping about Chris Paul getting that MVP. I'm always tripping about him getting that uh that ring, especially as a point guard. You know, because a point guard you're expected to be the leader, and with Chris Paul coming in. I, I coming in, it's just. I remember I just thought like when that when that went down that trade, I, it was just an amazing trade, perfect next to Devin Booker. Um, I knew he was gonna up Aiden's game to another level, and I think this ring is even more special. It's not like the Suns were a team last year that was close to the finals or were just like a third that player away from being to the finals. Like they didn't make the playoffs. They they were yeah they had that uh, little eight and zero in the bubble. And they were really close to maybe getting that spot, but still, it shows they had to go eight and zero to even get a chance. Um, it's it's just more even more impressive to me that this Suns team was not even in the playoffs last year, and Chris Paul being able to come into this team and lead this team to the finals, if he can get a ring, I think that just I just I think this puts the for Chris Paul's legacy. This is huge, like, and we know we, we know he could do this because I remember last year him on that Thunder team was impressive because the Thunder were not projected to be a good team. I remember last year, yeah, people thought like, the Thunder. You remember, you remember the ESPN graphic where it was like the remember the ESPN graphic where it was like the the, the, the Oklahoma City Thunder have a, have like a zero point four chance of uh, of uh, making it yeah. to the playoffs. And they made the playoffs. A lot of people were saying they were going to be the last the last place team in the uh, in the West that year. And they're gonna be the 15th spot, dude. They they were a 16, I believe. Um, and they give they were giving they were giving like you know they're very competitive in the playoffs. Like I loved I loved watching Chris Chris Paul in the Thunder last year, and I knew he was gonna be in the same kind of impact to the Suns, but I think it'd be on this level. Um, uh, and I I mean at the age of how old how old is Chris Paul? See 34, 36, like I believe. 36. Let me look it up because remember he was he was like a sophomore junior when he got drafted from Wake Forest. Hey, from any of those oh, yeah, that might be, but from any from wherever his age is for where it's at right now. Yeah, he's 36. Um, that's crazy. I thought he was like 34, 35. Um it's I I just think this is this would be amazing and just just be so so impressive. Um Especially watching his career go how it's been. Like, he's been close so many times. Um, it's just so deserving. And I, I, I remember it was... It, come, it came from, like... Cause there's been a lot of drama through his career. I remember, I remember the, the first big thing with Chris Paul was... Like, or one of the first big things is... Is he better than Darren Williams? I mean, we know the question of that now. Uh, but I remember that was, like, the biggest debate for the longest time. And then now... And then we had like the whole drama with the Rockets. Uh, we had the Lob City, obviously, back then. But just what this is how his careers went, and now where he's at for how old he is to still be playing at this level and be the leader of a team that was in the playoffs last year and lead him to this final to this attempt to win the finals. This 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 is going to be uh, amazing for him, for sure. 
I can't I can't I can't wait to see what he what he does right in this and these uh these game these games against the Bucks. Uh if you ask me like I like I think this would really like solidify his place in the top five point guards of all time. Like cause my point guard list is always gone. It's always gone like Russell Westbrook, John Stockton, uh no, actually I got I actually I got uh, Russell Westbrook over John Stockton. Um, John Stockton at ten, Russell <sighs> Westbrook at nine. Then it'd be like J Kid at eight. Uh, no, hold on, Gary Payton at eight, J Kid at seven, Steve Nash at six, and then it's like a toss up between five because it's like Chris Paul, Elgin Baylor, Isaiah Thomas, Steph Curry, and like Magic Johnson, all that stuff. But I know your list. I know your list probably just triggered a lot of people. Especially, yeah. right, you you know you know that you know that uh, Westbrook over Stockton. A lot of old heads got mad right there. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they people, did. people think Stockton is like a top five point guard of all time. He's not a top five point guard. I'm sorry, like he's not. Yeah, I d- does he Stockton actually leads all time in steals? Assists. He does lead in steals though, right? Ah, uh, maybe. John Stockton was a healthy. He he was a really healthy player. Like, like he played like eighty two games most of his career. Yeah. Hey, respect. Shout to Stockton. But yeah, I'm, play, I'm playing West. He's still only ten on my list, John Stockton. So, hey. Uh, but I think this that, this would solidify him. At this would solidify him for a top five point guard spot, even top three maybe. Cause with like you guys, Isaiah Thomas, Steph Curry is number two on my list. Like Elgin Baylor, Chris Paul, like it's magic. I, 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 I agree with you on this. I think this should put him up in the 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 this this should make his case for top five all time. Um, I I know I know talent wise, I've always had Chris Paul up there, but you know, obviously these lists people put always put the rings and all and and all that sort of, like just above just above players. They don't really look strictly at talent. So I think this this ring puts him up for sure in the debate for that. They give him that respect for top five. Yeah, but but this ring would mean a lot for him. Uh, I'm actually happy about this final just because Giannis or Chris Paul are gonna be getting the first ring. I prefer it to be Chris Paul because yeah. I grew up watching Chris Paul, but I wouldn't mind it being Giannis. Um, so it sucks. That, it sucks that one of them's not getting one. Yeah, it really, like, it really does. And, well, it's, and, it's, and it's crazy because you remember everybody was like, "Oh, well, the Bucks try to trade for Chris Paul, and then they didn't trade for Chris Paul." I remember that, but it's also could the cool to see because I saw a stat that said Jay Crowder has six games in the uh, he's played six games in the finals. That's his experience all time in the finals, right? Mm-hmm. Where everyone else except for Jay Crowder have zero, and to me, that's like it, I it, it, it didn't sound real to me. To tell me that Jay Crowder is the only guy out of this out of all these teams that's been to the finals, um, so it's it's it that's that's the reason I'm so hyped for this finals. It's not really of the of the rosters going. It's just like, hey, it's something new. It's not we're not what's it called seeing the same old LeBron Curry in the finals something like that. We finally have something new to see, and to me, it was just cool to see like Devin Booker in the playoffs. But now I get to see Devin Booker's in the finals, and then Giannis has made it here, and Chris Paul is here finally. This is a, this is awesome to me. 
I'm so I'm so hyped because I feel like I'm sick of seeing the same old stuff. Hey, I can't I can't I can't be I can't be too mad about Curry and LeBron being great, but it's like damn, after a while you want to see something new. Um, and I'm so glad that this is that it's just a whole new change of pace for this for the NBA this year. I don't know how I'm, I don't know how I'm still feeling about it. In my eye, in my eye, from what I've seen that from watching NBA, this is this is this is something I've been waiting for. Uh, it's I'm really happy about this finals. Um, who do you have winning this finals and why? Now I I really because this, this this is this is a question that's like. So it, for for like the last couple of days, I'm not sure, but because I feel I feel really confident the Suns can, are, can win this finals. But my one thing is I had the Bucks win the finals this year, and I'm not going to switch it up right the right when they get here. I'm not switching it up, even though I have the confidence that the Suns are, can win this can win this. I'm gonna go Bucks. I just I just feel that once Giannis comes back. I think I, I even though I know that I know the Suns have the players that could stop Giannis. I think Giannis is still gonna do his thing. Um, he's going to Giannis is going to what's it called? That sh- just like shut up all the people that were doubting on him, saying because Giannis got a lot gets a lot of hate. Um, and I've told you that I think he's the Lamar Jackson in the NBA, where uh, he has these accolades. He's shown that he can be that he can be this that dude in the league, but. He kind of needs that. He kind of needs to show up in the in the playoffs, and I think getting this finals ring is going to do that. And I, I just, I'm just so, I, I love the I love the Bucks just defensively as a team. Um, the only, the only thing I don't like about the Bucks is honestly their coach, and it's not that Bud is a terrible coach. It's just he just does stuff that I'm just like not in agreement with. He refused to make but adjustments. I, yeah, which is like. I don't know if he does it because he doesn't want to like mess up anything chemistry wise or just anything that the team's used to, but there's just certain stuff that you gotta do. And he's yeah, he's trying to refuse it. But I love this Bucks team. I've loved them all season and I think that they are going to be the champions of this twenty twenty one season. And part of me hates saying this because as much as I love the the Bucks the Bucks being here, I and they're actually making me look good because I thought they were going to win the finals this year. I hate going against Chris Paul, and I want Chris Paul to get this ring so bad. But I'm just going to stick to what my choice is and what I think. I think the Bucks got this in seven games. This is going to be a good finals mm. in my eye. And I, I agree with you that this is going to be a good finals, but I think the Suns got this in six. I th- I I think. They had a recipe to slow down Giannis, and I think they're going to do exactly that. Um, and yes, yeah, some of this come from the fact I want Chris Paul to win a ring. Yeah, so that's 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 why it's so hard for me to pick the Bucks. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but you know, I just think that Jay Crowder, Mikael Bridges, and DeAndre Aiden can do somewhat of a good job on Giannis. Yeah, that that uh, that they're going to you know be able to slow slow him down enough to where the Bucks have. Are still going to struggle a little bit on offense, even with Chris Middleton. Yeah. Um, you Holiday will be an X factor for them, but I also think the reason why I had the Suns winning because drop coverage, like 
Brooke Lopez has to stop playing Charles Curry. Like for them to win, Brooke Lopez is gonna have to come up on screens, which is bad because Brooke Lopez is slow. So Chris Paul is either gonna bow by him or Chris Paul is gonna wait till Brooke Lopez play drop coverage and do a float or do a mid range pull up. Yeah, you gotta uh, preach. On, you gotta preach on that. I've seen that too many times with Chris Paul. <laughs> the Bucks, the Bucks have have got to be able to slow that down. Got to be able to stop that. Yeah, I want to see a lot more Bobby Portis this 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 uh, round, which might happen because of last round. So yeah. So this would definitely be a fun series. But I just got the Suns winning six, um, which is very possible in my eyes too. Um, yeah, it's very possible. Uh, like you said, the yeah the Suns do have the recipe to stop Giannis, and then that that's that's where uh all that's where a lot of pressure gets put on Chris Milton. So I think Chris Milton's like the big X factor for the Bucks. Because there's going to be times where Giannis is not going to be honest, and he's going to be getting shut down, and he's not going to look great. To where Milton's going to have to be that guy for points of the game. Um. So it's gonna it's gonna be very cool to see how how that goes. Uh, hopefully, Bud does his thing. But I do think this is gonna be a really good finals. I'm hoping it goes seven games. I'm really do. I want to see yeah. this go seven games. I I'm gonna miss the NBA game. uh, after the finals. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna join the playoffs. So, hey, because I, I haven't been able to watch it like crazy, but it's been a very fun finals, except for the injuries. And I'm telling you, I think a lot of it does just because it's a, it's it's something new. It's not the same players and teams, so it just feels so it just feels so refreshing. But what's not sleep though? This is gonna. I think this is actually gonna be a very underrated off season. Um. People act like there's no big, there's no big names, but there's these big, there's a lot of big, huge role players in this free agency class, and I yeah. think that that's going, that's going to actually make this a very underrated offseason, and I can't wait to see where some of these players go, and even if some of these players don't, you know, run the, they don't pick up the player option, I'm, I'm a little interested to see what, what happens with Kawhi, I'm guess I'm just going to say he's going to go back to the Clippers, but you don't, you never know, Kawhi, Kawhi has a mind of his own. <laughs> that's hey, that's like, fuck Chris Paul. Fuck Chris Paul win the ring. I don't care about the money or anything. I'm I'm retiring. Like I, I, I do not want to run this back where I got LeBron fully healthy, Anthony Davis fully healthy, the Nets are fully healthy. Um I'm I'm retiring. I'm re- I'm retiring on uh, when when I'm on top of the hill and I got a ring. So uh that would be yeah, if he gets a ring. If he doesn't then please, please, please give it another attempt, Paul. I need to see you get, I need to see you get one ring. But yeah, overall, I th- I hate saying it, but Bucks are going to win this in seven to me. Um, but if they don't, even though they were my pick, if they don't, I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm really not. I, yeah. I don't. I never. I never had like a a love for the Suns. I more had hatred for them because you know Grizzlies and Suns fan. We have we have some. We have our way. We have our ways on. You know. Oh, I ain't gonna lie. The Suns, the Suns kind of got the Grizzlies fans' numbers on Twitter, so they they be bothering us. But uh, the Suns have been so fun to watch here, and I really, and I don't care. I'm, I, I, I really am willing to put all the like, all like my kind of like, not, not I want to say hatred, but like, um, uh, not them not being one of my favorite teams to the side just to see Chris Paul win the championship. I really need to see it happen. Um. But the see Gian- but like you said, see Giannis or Chris Paul win it, it's just an amazing thing because either one of those really deserved it. 
But in my eyes, yeah, I think it's like for Chris Paul, Paul, it would mean so much for legacy, but also mean for Giannis to be so much for legacy because like well, people are always like, oh, Giannis isn't that, Giannis isn't this, and then like he can shut people all the way up with win the rain this year, and Chris yeah. Paul can shut some people up with win the rain this year too. Hey, it's been an amazing NBA season. It really has. It's it's been it's been a very very great year, especially after last season. Um, I I was I was really like. I go like because I, I wanted to see your Celtics make the finals last year. I did not want to see the Heat because the Heat if the Heat win, I knew that was not going to be a good series. It just it just wasn't going to be a good series, and it wasn't. And also the the league getting shut down in the middle of the season was just terrible. <laughs> like I hated it so much, and then especially I think that ruined my Grizzlies like whole momentum because <laughs> we went to the bubble and we sucked. Some teams just not look like themselves. The bubble just ruined it for a lot of people. Um, so I'm, this season was just so, it's just been so amazing. Uh, and I hope it really caps off of the really good finals. That's what I'm hoping for. Man, but before we go, you got any last words? Um, well, I'll say it's, it's, it's been fun to get this first episode done. Um, something I've been wanting to do uh, to all new listeners and whatever uh i i what do you gotta do on a podcast i i think it's review right you you gotta you, you leave a review for us it'd be much appreciated um for other content make sure to check out real ones productions on youtube and our website realonesproductions.com it'd be much appreciated uh check out our articles moon's work with fantasy guys check out brad has a lot of work up there you can check out his youtube channel at just cool productions any of that would be would be uh uh much appreciated. Uh but yeah, you know, thanks for listening in. Uh I can't wait to get the next episode on go. Uh I guess the next episode we would be talking finals by then. Yeah, so yeah. It it would probably be mid probably be mid mid series. Yeah, probably like game four. Yeah. I I I mean unless it's like three oh, then we have to talk before game four because that's gonna be something to talk about. Yeah, for sure. But it's been a very, uh, very, very good first episode. Um, I don't really got much else to say. But uh, yeah, you can go ahead. Close it out. But as Steezy said, um, it'd be, it'd be much appreciated if y'all check out RealRunsProductions.com. Check out the articles. Check out Moon's fantasy work. Um. Uh, also, soon Moon Vibes going to have a Fantasy Vibes uh, podcast talking about NFL and That's NBA true. fantasy. If y'all looking to get into that, um, also check out Real Session on uh, YouTube. As Steezy said, also that will also be much appreciated. But as far as that goes, that's all I have to say. Um, and I guess we out. Peace. <laughs>